You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello everyone and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White. With me as always is my co-host Lacia Finley. Happy Monday. I'm back at work. Oh, <laughs> I know that's the worst feeling. I like know. it feels great like leaving the day mm-hmm. that you know your next week is full like completely empty mm-hmm. and then and then your last day off you're like dang it. <laughs> I know, and and it's it's funny because the entire time I felt like I'm gonna have to go back soon. I'm gonna have to go back soon, and I, it's like I just couldn't let it go, mm-hmm. even though realizing like even on Monday, the whole week, yeah, I was just like I still have a good amount of time, so don't don't stress about it. Just try to enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I couldn't enjoy it because you know why? Because my body hates me in in the way that I have not felt bad and i didn't get sick but my sinuses went Uh, ape shit because we have dry air in the house and since i haven't been spending time in the house until Mm. now right you know i hadn't had to to fight it and now it's like come monday i was just like god i feel terrible oh i feel awful and i'm just like what is going on and then you just start piecing it together because obviously right now the first thing you comes to mind is COVID. Everything's and, COVID. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you sneeze, well, you got COVID. Doesn't matter. So I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, did I was I around anybody? Did I do anything? And I was like, no, no, no. So I start checking off the list. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, this is just sinuses because I was thirsty all the time, and you just mm-hmm. felt that that pressure behind yeah. your ears. And I thought, well, this is great because come Thanksgiving Day, because you're supposed to, we didn't do, we're not morons, keep that in mind. <laughs> we had a small gathering, mm-hmm. very safe, very, you know, we weren't stupid. Yeah. But it was nice to kind of see the family and all that. And I hope everybody did do it safely and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, I was worried that come that day, I was just going to be like, oh, my God, I don't want to do anything. But I got better. Or I felt okay. better because I was doing the, I was trying to take the steps appropriate mm-hmm. to, to, I guess, make myself feel better. And then I'm right back at it now. I don't feel as good as I did a couple of days ago, even though mm-hmm. I'm trying to do things still. It's that I don't shifting know what I'm doing of the wrong. seasons, man. Like, I yeah, get I hate- sinus issues really bad. Usually it's a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And then, like, right when it switches into spring, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, my God, forget it. <laughs> my yeah. whole head is just completely full. Well, we need, I know that it would help to have a humidifier. It's just, it's not something I have. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Uh, They're not I- terribly expensive. You can get, like, no. tiny ones. 
it's just it's just doing it and finding it and you got to go to the store for that well i guess i don't have to go to the store i figure we all just live online these days now. we do just giving bezos more money Mm-hmm. So we it's just easier i hate i hate that because you you start hearing all these crappy things about the guy yeah and you're like yeah but amazon is so easy it's, that's and the just... that's how he's made it man mm-hmm. all of us will tote like buy small business support small but this i can click a button and possibly have it here in two hours and not have done a thing right we've kind of allowed ourselves to fall victim of how convenient it really is yeah i can't help it it's it it really is just i mean it's so easy i know i know that's how he's got us all man that's how he's got us all Mm -hmm. (sighs) so i did want to mention something that happened technically yesterday for those listening today or Mm -hmm. maybe it's a week ago depending on when you listen to this it'll just um, say sunday yeah uh David Prowse, the man who actually embodied Darth Vader, passed away. <gasps> I didn't yeah. hear that. Yep. I read that first thing when I got up. And, oh, um, Again, he's he's not the voice. Right, right. But, I mean, the man was big. He made Darth Vader seem like this towering presence, you know. And, right. I don't know, it's just, you don't think about him when you think of the character, but this was the embodiment of the character. Yeah. This was the guy. The one there on the set. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was kind of wondering because I hate to say this, and it's just it's something you just start to see things from your childhood, people from that, they just slowly yeah. start to fade away. I mean, he's not the first Star Wars actor he won't be the last, mm-hmm. but it's just you start to see him go, and it's just like, there's right. another one. Yeah. So. And you just kind of always have them in your head as this immortal being, too, because it's like, yeah. well, we saw him as kids, you know, they'll be fine. And then the and I guess, get. Yeah, and I guess in some way they are. I mean, they, they live on sure. in the film. And granted, again, we don't see his face, <laughs> but... right. He is that guy. So when you see Darth Vader on screen, that's him. Mm-hmm. I don't know about like the newest, the last time. It's probably not him. The old movies. Like the uh, the original. The original three. Like four, five, six. Yeah. That yeah. that was him. Beyond that, I uh, probably not. But still. For all I know these days, it's just CGI. Yeah. Who knows? We're kind of writing the actors out. Speaking of Star Wars... <laughs> Spoilers. Uh oh. For which one? For which thing? The Mandalorian. Okay. Spoiler. 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 Because that's still kind of newish. Yeah. The new but season. So we're 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 putting something down. We're putting something down right okay. now. Three, right. two, one. No more Baby Yoda. His name is Grogu. Screw that. I like no. Baby Yoda. Grogu. No. I'm not going to conform to that. Damn it! Don't be like part it. of the problem. <laughs> I don't even watch the show, so my opinion does not even matter. <laughs> but I like Baby Oh, is that like a thing? Are people arguing about what would yes. you say it was? Grotus? Grogu. Grogu. See, I've already Grogu. forgotten. That's how little I, I don't I don't <laughs> You don't care. I don't want to do it. Grogu. 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 All right. Well, I should have known that there was like a Twitter fight about it, but Yeah, obviously. 
I didn't know we changed it though, but I'm mm. probably not going to, not to be rude, but because I don't think I'll remember that. It's Fair been enough. Baby Yoda for over a year. Yeah. That's it's true. in my head now. But in canon story, he okay. had a name, and we've just now discovered what that name was. Okay. So, okay. His name is Grogu. And if you can remember That's the, name, the problem. If you can remember the name, if you're if you're committed enough to watch it, uh-huh. <laughs> right? For those of you actual because fans, with you, you could be like, you know, the 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 baby Yoda thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the, the, the I'll give you thing. that. Yeah. If you're not watching, I'll give you that. If you watch the show, you call him Grogu. Damn it. Okay. That's how All this right. goes from here on out. Got it. We've set the standards now. This is yeah. here to forth. Got it. I will Dubbed hopefully you. remember that. I probably what I'll remember was, didn't you hear that Yoda, like baby Yoda actually had a name? That's probably what I'll remember. And you're like, oh yeah, what was it like? like Grobin Gro- or something? Yeah. <laughs> Gro- Groot? No, different no. different story. Um, mm. Anyway. I'll do yeah, my Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you've ever watched this, but do you... Do you know who Joe Bob Briggs is? I feel the like you should. The name kind of sounds familiar. He's a tall Texan gentleman. Uh, he's been on... Uh, he's kind of like a film buff critic. Oh, he looks kind of familiar. You'd probably know him if you saw him. Yeah. I Again, if anybody knows me, names always escape me, but I'll remember faces and stuff. Well, he has a show on Shudder called The Last Drive-In. And okay. essentially, it's in the vein of the old, um, oh, what would you call them? Like the, the old late night movie hosts where, like Elvira or, or Zachary oh, yeah, yeah, or somebody yeah. like that, where they, they host. We have the great Sven Gulli around St. Louis, yeah. too. I don't know if you've heard of him elsewhere. Sven Gulli, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah. All right, yeah. So he's kind of in that same vein, but with this, he can actually, he's not constrained by... Uh, television standards so he can present movies horror movies as they were Mm -hmm. he talks about them and depending on how it operates like i watched one that was a hellraiser 2 he Mm -hmm. actually talked to some of the people from the movie which i was like oh that's cool fun yeah because you know i hadn't seen interviews with them in years but other than that i mean it would be him just talking about the movie in interstitals maybe every 20 minutes or so as you're kind of doing it mm-hmm. i didn't realize how much i wanted that you know what i mean yeah it's just been a nice treat when i discovered this because i was like i'm gonna check this out you know and i started with a movie that i was familiar with and then the more i've watched it i'm just like there are a lot of movies in this in this uh seasons that he's kind of created i guess that's what you'd call them mm-hmm uh, because it's a full movie. It's just with him cut in to the movie. Like commentary. Yeah. yeah. Just little little breaks here and there. But it's... it's. I, I want to watch these movies now because of him. Because I um, want to know a little bit more about the movies yeah. here. Because he's always got interesting facts about it. And the more I watch this, I'm, I miss an actual time that I used to get together with friends and do... And watch yeah. these movies, you know, and it's been years upon years that I've yeah. done something like that. I mean, this is long before COVID came along. Sure. So, but yeah, 
Back when I mean, people made fun of us for just not wanting to go out and do things. Yeah. But this this is something I want I would love to do. I'd love to have friends over and say, Hey, we're gonna watch The Last Drive and we're gonna watch this movie or that movie and no matter how good or bad it is, you're just watching it just yeah. for the fun of it, you know? Because he's presenting these movies full well knowing good or bad what it is and is trying to tell you the good or bad because of it. And that's the beauty of it. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's been a nice treat to have discovered this and just to listen to it and, uh, and watch it mm-hmm. and all that. So if you have Shudder, and I would recommend this, do not get Shudder because I'm going to change my crap when, <laughs> when the time comes around. Don't get Shudder through Amazon Oh, okay. because they're, they're playing a little game with me. Okay. Tell, tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. I had, I, I, Signed up for Shutter uh, some time back. I think earlier in the year during the the time that I was off for an entire month. Okay. <laughs> I thought, wait, hey, I've got time now. Right. <laughs> uh, so I did like a free trial, and then I was like, nah, I'll just I'll let it go for right now because I didn't know if I'd have time for it. But I did that on their app, and the app was kind of shoddy, which mm-hmm. was another reason I was like, uh. but now they. AMC did a a new channel called AMC Plus, oh, and it was like you can get AMC shows, you get Shutter, you get Sundance, all for the low low price of eight ninety nine. I was like, okay, that's yeah. not a bad deal. You're getting three no. channels for the price of one. Cool. So I did that for Shutter because I thought, well, I can get that plus more. Let's let's see, let's check it out. Yeah, and it was a trial too, so that's why I decided to try it out. But as I started to sort through my options, especially on the last drive-in, it would be like, hey, you can watch this now. You can watch this one now. And then you go over and say, you can watch this now with Shudder. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have Shudder. Because you gave it to me through mm-hmm. this through this we, thing. We, so, we, we did this before. Yeah. So what, what were you talking about? And so they would block certain episodes of the last drive-in under... You have to have Shutter to do that. And I was like, but I do. I do have Shutter. And they're like, no, 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 no. You have AMC Plus. So I was like, okay, so that's some bullshit. Oh, little so, nitpicky. Yeah. All so right. once that trial expired, I let it lapse. I was like, nope, I don't want it. So then I went to Shutter. And then the reverse happened. So it was like, you have to have AMC Plus to watch this episode. Oh, dear God. Yeah. But you can watch this one now because you have Shutter. But you can't watch this one because you don't have AMC Plus. I was like, this is bullshit. Right. So I would say just forego the Amazon thing and go directly to them. And, well, and that do... and we already discussed, I think Amazon will be okay. Yeah. If you went elsewhere. I think they'll, I think they'll absolutely be fine. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do when Jeez. this month is up. Because that seems to be garbage. Now, I yeah. hope that if I go to their app directly that i'll have access to all of it mm-hmm. because there was a lot of content i really wanted to watch and it was just like nah you gotta have this and i was like okay well i can't keep up with all this stuff anymore man because everybody wants their own streaming thing and it's mm-hmm. like you know what i'm sticking with my three that i have now and if you're not on it you're dead to me i can't be bothered to look into <clears throat> all these different avenues for it and remember what shows on what service like i don't yeah and seeing too that- much that was kind of the reason for 
like why I kind of like the Amazon channels thing, because if I'm using Prime, then everything just kind of comes together. And that's it's yeah. kind of a nice thing to have it all come together. Even even like if you're using a Fire Stick or Cube, I'm not pitching this shit, mind you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm not, not a trying pitch. to sell you on it. Yeah, I'm not trying to sell you on this. I'm just talking about the convenience. So if you can find other things that can conveniently do this for you, mm-hmm. then great. Uh, but one of the things I like about the Fire Stick or the Fire Cube is, say you're looking for a movie. Whatever it may be. If it's not on Prime, they'll tell you where you can find it. Mm-hmm. And if you have a subscription to one of the things that it's on, it'll say, watch now with Netflix. Watch now with Disney+. Plus. And I'm like, thank you. Because that, that cuts it down for me mm-hmm. so I don't have to go hunting it down. They're just like, no, 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 you can watch it here right now. See, I was like, cool. That's what we need. Like the GOG galaxy of, of, of movie streaming services. Yeah. How they've combined all of your uh, gaming services into, into one app. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Then maybe. But I maybe. still think it's ridiculous. Like 10 bucks goes here. 15 bucks goes there. 20 bucks goes here. To be like, I don't. It's too much. Yeah. But it's at least. And, and that's kind of why I looked at the package deal of three mm-hmm. channels and thought, oh, that's pretty good. But no, they're going to continue down this route. Sooner or later, they're going to collapse. Because every other week, it seems like someone else is trying it. We already saw Quibi go Or pulling out of a different service they were on because they want to do their own. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know we talked about this um, last week, I'm pretty sure. We talked about Wonder Woman going to HBO Max. Oh, yeah. I've heard rumblings now. And I don't know how I feel about this. I'm... One part of me is excited. The other part of me is like, I don't know if I want this. But I do. Is there's a rumor floating around that Godzilla vs. Kong may also wind up on HBO Max. Mainly because apparently Netflix offered Warner Brothers or whoever's owning, who owns the the movie rights, they offered them like $200 million for streaming rights. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no. 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 Which led to the rumors like, oh, wait a minute, maybe they have plans of their own. Oh, good God. For their for their streaming service. Because they're already dropping one big tentpole movie, Wonder Woman, on their platform. Maybe yeah. they're about to do it with this one, too. But yeah. they have not confirmed nor denied. See, and then now comes the problem is trying to figure out where is it that... <clears throat> Yeah. If I want to go watch it, I don't even know where to go now. I know. <laughs> but it's just... <sighs> there's so many, and eventually I feel like some of the, the... HBO Max has the opportunity to stay on top. Not because unless they fix their dang app they want. I know, I know. Such garbage there. But I, I just, like you, HBO, but you got to fix this garbage UI yeah, Stupid. and that clicky, clicky crap that their shit does. They I don't finally that. fixed their search that we saw last night. It's not just like A, B, A through Z up at the top mm-hmm. anymore. Now it has like the like how Netflix and stuff has where the letters are off to the side. But there's no cursor, so you don't know if there's spaces or anything. <laughs> it's just such wow. a garbage app. Yeah, they, they need to hire somebody better. Oh, but man. It's, I feel like as far as content goes, they're covered. Mm-hmm, because if you sure. take a look at everything that they have, 
all in the service. Again, we're not pitching people, just talking. Yeah. Just um, they have a lot to offer. They really do. Like And actually, Netflix. they've got some quality, like, their own shows, too, that, that mm. we watch. So, I yeah. also feel that uh, Netflix's quality is starting to wane a little bit. However, they always find a way to keep me subscribed. I think it's just oversaturation at this point with them. It's like you can't really feel like you're ever going to make a dent because just everything in the kitchen sink's been thrown on the service. That... Mm-hmm. By the way, <sighs> their prices are going up again. Oh, I don't know. I'm one of those low lifes that uses someone else's. Yeah, no, I'm getting charged $20 now for a stream. I don't service. know that I've ever known how much Netflix was since way back when they used to just mail you the stuff. Started That's off. That's the last I remember ever trying Netflix is when they used to mail you the DVDs. I remember years ago, as weird as this is to say, years ago, it was like seven ninety nine, and somehow yeah. I'm up to seventeen ninety nine. dollars <clears throat> well, when they started so making their own stuff is when I think that happened. Because I don't really, I think we've talked about this. I still can't really figure out how they turn a profit, really. But that's that's the interesting thing. If you take a look at HBO and Disney and Amazon, they have these other flows of money that they can then yeah. funnel into these shows and do it however they do it. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I don't either. But they're... they're doing just fine and they're they're cheap they're cheaper so i just yeah, there's going to be a moment in time there's going to be a moment in time where i decide netflix isn't worth it because they keep I'm jacking starting up to get the that price. way with hulu and not just because i think the quality of content's going down but they're one of the ones that keeps losing most of the shows because whatever network has that show wants to do their own service so it's like everything's starting to split away because they want to make their own buck mm-hmm. so it's not hulu's fault but there's just like very little left on there i watch anymore because they've all yeah. went off to do their own service and i'm not gonna buy all your services so I think one of the main draws for me right now is the FX stuff because I love a lot of the shows on FX. Mm. And now that it's like a direct line, like day after it comes on, it's like, cool. There it is. And then there are a few other shows I watch. that They're my line to Showtime. Yeah. Because I get it a little cheaper through them. Mm -hmm. I still (sighs) watch HBO shows on there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't now that I have HBO on its own. I got it like free with my AT&T internet. Mm-hmm. So I just said, okay. So it's its own app, but it's included as long as I have whatever that deal is. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I'm, I watch them on there is because it's just, if I happen to be there already, oh, I'm yeah, already it makes here. A difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're still getting the views here. either way or however yeah. they <laughs> keep track of who's watching what. I mean, I'm going to still watch your show. But I'm just, I'm here already, so I'm yeah. going to stay here. I'm not going to swap apps when I can just watch it here. That's one of the things I like. If I have the convenience to choose where I want to watch it, I'll still watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, just Long give me that I'm option. I'm here already. Uh, finally, before I ask you the all-important question. I going to say, video games. I, and, and this is a video game thing. I have decided that I am no longer going to actively hunt for a PlayStation 5. Oh, because. yeah, that's fair. Now, I was kind of doing it just just because. I was mm-hmm. like, eh, this will be fun. And then I started realizing how frustrated I was getting over it. And I was like, I thought I didn't want this as much as 
I thought I didn't, but apparently I do. So I'm just not going to do this anymore because I'm yeah. getting frustrated over something that is not that important. I would and just I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm tired of all the, the, the bots. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of all the nonsense. Until until I can find one that's there and I don't have to fight over it, mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. And retail. Yeah. At retail price. At retail. I'm not doing, and right. anybody who does eBay or, mm-hmm. or sellers or scalpers or whatever you want to call it, they're scalpers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even saw people selling boxes. Oh, yeah. Boxes. Yeah, people are great. Mm-hmm. But I just, I refuse to do it. I, I want I want a PlayStation 5. Yep. I do. But, eventually. But, eventually. Mm-hmm. I would like to get it when I can just go to the store and get it. Right. I would like to just shop online and be like, hey, look, they got PlayStation 5s. Do I want one? Yes. I'm mm-hmm. going to buy it right now. And then by then, the library will be bigger of games. Mm-hmm. The bugs will have been worked out. Just think of it that way. Yeah. It's 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 more of a sense of I'm not going to stress over something that I don't really need. Yeah. I want. Mm-hmm. I don't need. Right. And it would be nice to have one. Sure. Sure. And and you know, I would I guess the idea of playing these games cuz again Miles Morales that's that's one of the main reasons I want to play it. I can play it now. I know this. But to play it there is making it look so much better and prettier, Jeez, and that's it's all great. Shiny, and but, you can beat it faster because there's no load times. Yeah, I miss <laughs> I miss that. I've seen that that load time in action. I miss yeah. it. Yeah, but at the same time, I just I want I want to be able to buy one on my terms, not someone else's. When they're just like uh, Black Friday deals are coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna put out a little stock tomorrow. Oh, you better be ready. No, uh-huh. no. You tell me when I'm going to have a full opportunity to buy one on my terms, and I, I'll do it. I'm going to say six to eight months. Or I expect I'd probably say at least a year, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe maybe not Depends that. on how long we keep staying in lockdown, because I think that's uh, benefited video games quite a bit this year. Yeah, very true. I mean, the one silver lining is the video game industry should be doing all right. But again, seeing it firsthand, these people... Snatching them up, selling them at marked up prices. Again, Katrina's got an aunt that's doing it. That's mm-hmm. insane. And she's just like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. yeah. No, it's she's a like, garbage you could, thing you, to do. You could help us out. You could give us one right now. I could get one from you. Pay right. you back exactly what you paid. But no, no, no. They want the markup. So fuck them. I, I'm yeah. not doing it. No. And it's kind of uh, disheartening to know that there's plenty of people who do it. Otherwise, this business wouldn't be thriving. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people who are willing to pay it. So until that stops. Yeah. And and it's, it's sad knowing that there are plenty of them out there just sitting waiting to be played. And it's because of people like them yep. that no one is. We actually have one little story about that. Oh, okay. Now that we've... Uh, Probably exhausted it at nauseum, but yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, It's, sure. it's going to be one of those things, guys, that uh, it's going to be a problem for a long time. It's going to be mm. a problem for a long time. So uh, what you been playing? Oh, man. So I like, you know, how you're dumb and you have like 600 games in a backlog and you see a sale and you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I was one of those people. There was like a bundle of like <laughs> seven <laughs> games for like five bucks. I'm like, all right. <laughs> because Peaky Blinders was in there. Oh, okay. And uh, that normally retails for like 25 So when I saw it in this bundle for five bucks, and it was a legit site, because I, I spent like an hour looking around, because I'm like, this can't be right. Like, are they reselling keys? Like, how is it so cheap, you know? But no, legit site. So I felt good about it. Um, but then I ended up getting addicted to one of the little indie games that was in the bundle and have barely touched Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Which is so funny because I was like, I'll just play this little rinky-dink game until it's finished downloading. I mean, nothing takes that long to download, but whatever, you know. And it yeah. was called Rec Center Tycoon. And it's exactly how it sounds. It's this little, uh, you know, top-down pixel art uh, where you're building a rec center and trying to make money at it. And I got insanely addicted. And then I was like, man, I bet they're probably not even really working on this game anymore. You know, like it just mm-hmm. felt like maybe they weren't. But then when I opened my rec center, the little patrons had masks on. <laughs> Not all of them, mind you. But I was like, okay, so this gives me hope that they at least have touched it this year. You know hey, what I mean? At that's least. typical. That's typical. It's yeah. good that they put that attention to detail. There's like, there are some good ones, but then right. there are those others. And I could just ban everyone. But again, I'm that business owner. We're like, I got to make money. And I'm sure the, the, the COVID's fine in my little fictional world here so we're just gonna let them all come in and work out <laughs> and it's fine and I think I've pretty much done all that I can right now because it does say in the bottom that it's you know early access and still an alpha and all this kind of stuff so um I might email them though because they had it up there if there's any bugs to email this and there was a couple little things that I saw and if nothing else just to be like hey I'm actually think this is a fun little game so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're a dev of one to two people. Might feel good to know somebody else is liking it. Maybe a little more inspiration to, to yeah. keep working on it. But uh, so, yeah, I like lost way too much of my life to that game. Why? I don't know. This is one of those things. But it was so cute. And I just kept playing it. And now I'm making money. But I don't really know what else to put in there because I've pretty much unlocked all of the research at this point that doesn't say coming soon. And uh you know, I don't know what else to do with it. Because <laughs> so, I just let them keep coming in and making money, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but let's see, outside of that, that. And then I did play a little bit of the Peaky Blinders, and it is interesting. Um, I didn't play it nearly as much as I thought I would because of that other game. I don't know why. Um, but it's interesting how it's played because it's definitely just kind of more of a text-based kind of role-playing game. Um, and and the way it moves is it uses time in kind of an interesting way where it has this rewind and fast-forward feature. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're trying to get something done, but you're basically planning out your team's movements to get whatever mission done so it all can fire at the same time and work like seamlessly. So if you need to go talk to someone... You'll bring him over here and talk to them, let them go open the door, but then you'll rewind time just enough to get to the right here. So when he goes to the door, you can move over here. And so it all kind of fires in that way. So it was interesting (laughs) in how they had, you know, the movement and how you're planning the whole mission to uh, successfully pull it off. You know, I did when we were trying to steal champagne from one of the other gangs in town. So 
you know, having her come over here to talk to them while I snuck here. So it was just interesting, the back and forth, and then just to watch it all fire once you're done was kind of interesting. But that, Mm. I've only played like two missions so far, but uh, I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I could see myself getting into it for sure. Um, Slower. So if you're not into that kind of thing, like there's no combat, nothing like that, or at least so far that I've seen, you know, Um, very stealth, very stealth based little game, but it's fun. Nice. So, and then I got them all for five bucks. So I, I would say even if I don't play any of the other games on there, I kind of got my money's worth out of just that one little game already. <laughs> <laughs> but how about you? Have you been playing anything this week? Or? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> mainly. Mm. Um, I'm going to mention some other stuff next week. Okay. But I won't uh, won't say anything now. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima is, is eating up a lot of my time. Uh, I'm on the last stretch of the game, I guess. Uh, act three, since it's okay. in three acts, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's definitely been um, it's just a gorgeous game to look at. Yeah. I mean, I think some of my time, you know, in some games, even like open world games, I mean, you can be in awe of how large it is and how mm-hmm. big it is. And by comparison, this it's big, but I don't think it's as big as some games are. You know what I mean? Sure, like today. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not like, like Red Dead. World. Yeah, it's not Red Dead big mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's big, but just not that big, which, again, I appreciate. Don't make yeah. it. It doesn't have to be gigantic. Mm-hmm. You don't have to find 500 artifacts and all this other garbage. Right. Everything is very limited. There are things to find, but it's just like 20 of these, 10 of these, 40 of these, spatterings mm-hmm. here and there, and sometimes they're all in the same area. Which, thank you. There you go. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> right? Um, but it's just, sometimes you just, just look at it. And you're just like, this is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like the attention to detail and every little thing. The colors. I think that's another thing I love. Oh, the colors are gorgeous. Yeah. Because in a lot of games, I don't know how you feel about this, but say a, a common platformer or something where you have levels. You'll start off with a bright and colorful world, and then the next world is like, ah, it's not as colorful, and then maybe we'll go back to colorful, and then it's like dank, drab, 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 and then it just goes down into metal and just no color, and it's all monochrome, and it's just, it's so depressing looking. Mm -hmm. This game is gorgeous at every moment, because whether it's the the foliage of the trees, or maybe you're just sitting on a cliff, and then the sun is setting in the distance, and just... It's gorgeous. Yeah. You just want to sit I there and look at it. I found myself doing that in Red Dead stuff, too, where I would just kind of have him sit, just kind of like look around. Got to mm-hmm. appreciate that part, too. Those yeah. people who created the world, they need some love, man. <laughs> For sure. I yeah. mean, they did a fantastic job just making it look. It's wonderful eye candy. Mm-hmm. The entire game has been since I started playing, and it's not stopped. Now, granted, I'm not too far into the area in which I'm in now, which could definitely fall into the category of being falling into the tropes that I mentioned. But I'm mm-hmm. going to hope that they still found a way to find this far. Yeah, because it, the, the area I'm in now is snow covered. So it'll be a little monochrome in color, but... I don't know what little things they could throw in to mm-hmm. add to that because I haven't seen snow up to this point. You know, everything they've done have been 
forest, marshes, beaches, things like that, mountaintops. Mm-hmm. Those are the best, especially when the sun is setting. But I have I have faith that what I'll see up there will still be just as interesting, if not more so, in its own unique way. Mm-hmm. But it's a gorgeous game, and I'm getting really good at combat, too. Like, so I will say this. Like, you go in, and you st- once you find out you can kind of hack and slash, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to hack and slash. Ha, ha, ha. And then you Switch do, mistakes. yeah, and then you do those things like that. The switching stances is very important as well because mm-hmm. you have four different stances, so each one is helpful to whatever combatant you're at. But then there was another move that I, I unlocked where you can do like a, a counter move if you dodge correctly, if you dodge at just the right time. Mm-hmm. And what that did for me in my head is I was like, okay, well, let's let's try a different way of combat. So you just sit there waiting at the ready, you know, as they're getting ready to attack you. And then you, I still have my guard up, but then as they attack, I dodge. And then that makes them open for an attack. So then that shifted my approach to combat. So now I'm a little bit more tempered and I wait and I, I kind of observe everything if I can. Sometimes it's just chaos and it's like, all right, hack and slash. Right. Button, 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 button. But... Oh yeah, it's just it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, just just everything about it. I can go on for hours, but I won't. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Anyway, what you got in news? Let's see. Well, we found a few pieces of news to talk about. Most of it was dominated this week, of course, by like Cyber Monday or Black Friday deals and what could mm-hmm. be found anywhere. Uh, but hey, let's talk about this since we were already kind of touching on it a little bit um, with the PS5 sagas, because that seems to continue. But I don't know if you remember last week, I had barely touched on some people were pointing at maybe the delivery drivers were pulling in front of the houses saying it was delivered, but never actually getting out of the truck and moving on or all this kind of stuff. Well, maybe there was a little bit of truth to that. And I'm I'm only going to from this story that I found. So um Some people were suspecting, as we said, that maybe these delivery drivers were, quote unquote, misplacing the consoles. Um, A content creator who goes by Boone on Twitch, and he's also part of the Twitch Chicago meetup board. So Mm -hmm. lovely gentleman. Um, He was actually on the news, the local news, uh, sharing his story of him attempting several times to have one delivered and how many failed the TLDR, because I was following this twit, this Twitter that he put out, or a tweet, I guess is what you're supposed to call it, <laughs> for like a, a long time. Right. I liked it just so I could follow this thread, because this went over the span of 12 days. Okay. So they were scanned for delivery and then just halted. So he would go and check, and it was, all right, maybe they're overwhelmed. It hasn't left the warehouse. But this just kept going on for four different retailers that kept going to the same FedEx warehouse Hmm. that was supposed to go out to deliver. So some of these were two at a time. He even had at one point, like, uh, I believe one from like Target and Walmart trying to be delivered at the same time, just so he could see if any of them that he's ordering is going to make it to him because it would get stuck there, 
the retailer would refund the money and go, hey, yeah, I guess you just got to sign up for our email alerts to know when another one comes in. So it wasn't like they were offering to just send a new one when it came in. They were just like, "Uh, yeah, sorry. So finally, he found success through GameStop, but opting to pick it up from the store as opposed to having it mailed to him at that point. So NBC News in Chicago interviewed him and one other couple that experienced apparently the same thing with it all going through the Niles Warehouse FedEx. Uh, So Boone did, like I said, he was trying to be kind. He's like, maybe they were just overwhelmed. It says it was going on the truck and then a couple days would go by and nothing would happen. But once this happened the third and the fourth and the fifth time, things were starting to look a little fishy. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, though, right now, FedEx is launching an investigation into the matter. And congratulations, Boone, on finally getting your PS5 after this whole nightmare. So well done, GameStop, I guess. They're like, it's yeah. here at the store. They're like, leave it. I'm coming to get it. Do not have it mailed out to me. I'm just coming straight to you at the store to grab it. So he finally managed to get one. But yeah, must have been bad enough that even the news did a, hmm. did a story about it. So, so how did he beat the bots? <laughs> That's what oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know. That I couldn't tell you because he did manage to get like five, I guess, ordered. But uh, they, they, they weren't making it past the delivery process. So I guess keep an eye on that. And if you are one of the lucky ones to actually have it ordered, maybe you should just opt to have it picked up because maybe this item is just so hot that people are just freaking stealing them now at this point and everything. Because um, we talked about last week where they would get empty boxes. They'd get an air fryer or a foot massage or something else would be in there outside of their mm-hmm. PS5. So it's driving people crazy. Just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It really is. Um, and then speaking more online of that, we've already talked about the scalpers. You were even talking about how you were trying to get it done. Um, and I know we've talked about this back when the NVIDIA cards were having their day in the sun with scalpers mm. picking them up about a retailer group that actually sells the use of their bots to make these happen. So you could be that garbage person to steal it so you could mark it up. Um, but one reseller group this week admits to snagging nearly 3,500 PS5s, which now means the resale market is about the only place you can currently find these machines. They're sold out everywhere. They knew where to get the consoles before it was even announced. This garbage company, which I won't say their name because I don't want to give anybody any ideas to go make money off of them. Uh, but apparently there's about 12 people who works in this company and, uh, charges anywhere from about $30 all the way up to $530 for you to use their bots to find these items. Um, yeah, apparently once COVID hit, they started branching out to other services because they used to only do it for like sneakers when like the hottest sneaker Mm -hmm. would hit. And then they were like, oh wait, electronics seems to be taking off during COVID. We're moving over to there. So uh, they're being quoted as during the first COVID-19 lockdown, we noticed a huge shift in products that people were buying. So we felt that that was probably a good way for people to make their money back when they were also out of work during COVID. Like trying to explain it away that they're just trying to survive like everyone else. What do you mean? What do you mean? So uh, again, as we've discussed this is scummy business. This is garbage people. There's services now that they're they're 
charging you the privilege of being able to operate as a scummy business. So until a law either is created or people just stop buying them off the, you know, eBay and whatnot, this is just going to keep being a thing. 3,500. Insane. That's how many they were able to get before you. So, yep. Or hopefully these websites can come up with some way to actually block it. Because it's been proven that a lot of those sites that broke down, you know, mm-hmm. like NVIDIA and stuff, were just crashed. It's because they had all these different bots just like hitting it up at the same time. And they was crashing these websites. I believe it. <clears throat> I think they should put those, you know, prove I'm not a robot things in place. And I don't know how those work. Yeah. Or even if you see like, I don't know, more than two going to the same address, I feel like we could create another bot that could catch that kind of behavior happening and just stop the sale. I don't know. I could be talking out of my butt here. Well, <laughs> like I mean, thinking yeah. I understand technology, but it just seems like in this day and age, something like that should be able to be caught. Sure. We'll see. Uh, Marvel's Avengers has had a rough time. The video game. Has mm. it not? Well, they finally, them. finally had to admit that they're uh, they were not hitting expectations even a little bit this week as far as sales. Uh, it's been low. The player base has been leaving, and it's definitely below all measures of expectations. And we have confirmation that the game, in fact, performed poorly like it's just not even enough users at this point to even justify the costs of development uh they've been operating at a loss for a while well i mean when you create a game that's a live service Mm -hmm. that has knockoff characters and you put the same repetitive combat in the game over and over and over and over and over and over again who wants to play that yeah. You'd think at some point they'd stop this nonsense where they think these live service games work. I know there are cases in which it has. Right. But that doesn't mean just because you put something popular on it that it's going to just sell immediately because that to me is what they did. They were just like, hey, I know Anthem didn't work. Right. But what if we took that same idea, slapped Avengers in it, boom. Sold. Sell out, man. I don't know. I've been reading about it for a while, but it just hadn't really been that interesting. So I hadn't really reported on it. But when I saw this one this week, according to this article on GameSpot I was reading, um, apparently they had a Q&A. Um, and one investor estimated the operating loss of the games division, HD games division, mm-hmm. uh, in quarter two at around $67 million. It was just a huge chunk of change. So the company says some of the blame could be pointed at marketing delays caused by COVID. They didn't get to Bullshit. do all the marketing and stuff that they wanted to do. Um, and they were asked how they saw the future of the game or that division. Um, within the, the for developing the game, um, they said that they would consider the entire digital entertainment segment over just the HD games division itself uh, by using income it's generated from like other MMOs and mobile games to offset the losses in other areas. Um, so with all of that said, Marvel's Avengers is still slated to receive new DLC that will add Kate Bishop. And uh, Clint Barton will be added in 2021. They also have a free next-gen upgrade coming up next year. So it sounds like they're going to keep 
trying to keep it alive because I feel like they had a huge user base at first and it just started to dwindle with other issues and cross-play problems and mm-hmm. just one thing after the other. Uh, but speaking of Square Enix... Uh-huh. shifting gears just a little bit. They made the decision this week to have their offices work from home from here on out. Now, this is just specifically the Japan offices right now. Okay. But their goal is to have about 80% work from home by December 1st. Nice. The reason given was just to create a more flexible and diverse working environment, helping employees achieve the optimal work-life balance, bolster productivity, you know, your usual fare. <clears throat> it does seem there's a little bit of flexibility with it where you can be like two days in the office, three days at home. Some of you will be 100% home. Some of you will have to be some in the office and they're just going to kind of play it by play it by ear on where they feel your position is going to be the most productive at home or at uh, the office. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of this. You know, in all honesty, for game developers, mm-hmm. this would be ideal. Think about those people who talk about how they, you know, working long hours, not to say this will justify the crunch, but if you were, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Say mm-hmm. if you had to work the 80 hour work week or whatever, but you're doing it from home, mm-hmm. I think you would be a little less frustrated by that. Well, because if you heard a lot of the people who have come forward and talked about crunch said that, oh, you weren't forced to. But when you see everybody else who felt like they were being forced to stay, then you felt like the jerk for leaving. Right. So that it just kind of created this nobody wants to screw over the other person kind of vibe feel. Yeah. But now, get yeah. your tasks. You do them at home. Once your stuff is done, that's good. Mm-hmm. And you're home. So... The commute you, is good. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. As soon as you're done for the day, you want to take it. If you want to work those extra hours, you can do it from your bed. You can relax. Right. You can, you know, yeah. grab whatever you need. You don't have to worry about all the office politics. I think that would be great. Again, not to condone the crunch periods or the overworking, right. but I honestly feel like a lot of these people wouldn't have an issue with it. Right. If if they were sitting at home because it was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything else. So I'll right. just, I, I'll go ahead. I'm already here. <clears throat> you know, find yourself. You got an hour to kill during the day and you felt like just going and doing yeah. a couple more things. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? No, I agree with that. I think we're going to see a lot of that going that way. Because I can mm-hmm. honestly say this is the first time I've ever had a work from home job, obviously, or anything pretty much outside of a restaurant. And I love it. Not going <laughs> to lie to you. I really do. Yeah. It's like you kind of been given the gift of time. I get all my stuff done. I'm still working my 40 hours. But like as soon as I'm done, like I'm already home. Yep. I'm just I can go get stuff done. Yeah, like it's actually really great. Anyway, moving on. That's pretty much the only big news. It was a slow week, but we have a few quickets to discuss here. So Uh, let's see. Rockstar has decided uh, you can buy the multiplayer for Red Dead Redemption 2 separately from the single player story mode. So this will be both for PC and consoles. And this version by itself launches on December 1st and will only be $20. But if you do it between December 1st till February 15th, 2021, you can get it for $5. So you can get it even cheaper if you decide to be one of the first to get on on it. Um so, again, this is only the multiplayer version. 
Mm-hmm. So if you own the full game already, there's nothing new for you by purchasing this. So don't feel like you got to go out and buy something else. You've already got this content if you already own the full game. Gotcha. So we'll put it out there. But Bye. by buying the multiplayer version, apparently in the game, we'll give you the option to buy what will be called the story mode. But there isn't a price listed as of right now. So if you wanted to work backwards for whatever reason, yeah. you could do that starting December 1st. Weird. Hey, their their multiplayer stuff is what's kept uh, GTA good God eleven years now, twelve years now. Five's been out. Was it like yeah. two thousand nine, something like that? It released. <clears throat> anyway, so they know what they're doing as far as the multiplayer stuff goes. So we'll see how that works out. Um, Cyberpunk walked us through how we can carry over our save games from your early console into your new one. So both PS Five and Xbox X. Um, it's good to know. Yeah. It looked super freaking easy. I mean, I got to say something about Cyberpunk while we're on the subject. Oh, yes, please. This game Uh better be good. And I don't mean like I'm going to be mad at CD Projekt Red for... (laughs) It's not them. It's all the hype around it. If you have all this hype and everybody's so hyped and getting so mad because this game isn't coming out yet and it's... Only okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I just I really want it. Will be. I want. I, I want to be. see it achieve greatness because mm-hmm. of all the drama and and stuff that's gone on with it for their yeah. sake. Right. Think of all the devs, man. They put all this their blood, sweat, tears. Yeah. Family time, friend time, gone. Just like, because this done. It, it does seem like it's it's really an interesting premise. I want it to be good for them because I think they deserve it at this point because for it to be fair to just that's nah, nah, it's a and shame. I think that's what they're aiming for with all these delays. Like I think they realize it and if something didn't look like it was going to be 100% perfect or at least 99%, I don't think you could ever push out a 100% <laughs> product especially when pc is involved you got so many different innards consoles it's probably easier because they've all got the same set of specs they're working on but i think it will i, I so. think it will um uh, but side note they're going to do their damnedest apparently to keep their dlc for the game secret until launch godspeed with that as all i can say cd project red i wish you success because especially mm. Now it is confirmed that some of the physical copies of the game have already been leaked into the wild. So yeah. I guess that means it won't be delayed again, maybe, at least. If some I mean, people if people already got it. it. So warning, if you're the type who doesn't like spoilers, those will probably, if they haven't already, start surfacing for people who have gotten their hands on this. So do your due diligence of what you need to do. So if you're the type that doesn't want spoilers, mm-hmm. just let you know. Um, let's see. Uncharted has finally finished actual filming. So, hey. Uh, hey. This doesn't mean that it's completely done, of course. It's just no. the filming portion, apparently, right now, is is done for the time being. Obviously, we don't mm. know about reshoots or anything in the future. But since this has been on our radar since, like, what, like 2008 or something, we've been off something and on like with it. Hey, we, it might actually get finished here, people. So the filming is in the in the glass. There you go. Oh, and Google Stadia people should be happy if this comes through. They are saying 
promising even around 400 games coming down the pipeline from around 200 different developers that'll be coming to your Google Stadia soon. Uh, There weren't a lot of specifics about the games themselves. Okay. Uh, But to expect them next year. Uh, Around 50 games, though, have been announced as unreleased and built for Stadia. So we're getting told at least 50 Stadia exclusive, or at least built for that. Where it goes sure. after that, I don't know. And another 100 or so that eh, it's already out. You might have played them, but they'll be coming to the service. So maybe with moves like grabbing up ex-Ubisoft and EA producer Jade Raymond and hiring devs like Harmonix, maybe we're actually going to start seeing some movement on the Stadia side. So Perfect. there you go, guys. Hopefully you'll get some games to play. <laughs> I mean, they've got money to put behind it. So True. We'll, we'll see if it pays off that google money let's see what happens here uh and do we all remember g4 they've been making their news lately from all their different wanting to be a new i'm guessing they're starting the whole thing back up it just seems seems. like this weird thing you know they haven't officially announced anything like that but if you want to see some old familiar faces from attack of the show and all of your favorites over on g4 on november 24th they released a g4 a uh, very special reunion on YouTube. Um, they were raising money for charity while they were at it. So if you used to watch the channel, there's plenty of faces you remember. Take a little trip back to the good old days. Um, I didn't get through the whole thing yet. It is about 45 minutes to so watch about 20 of it, but it was fun. You just get to yeah. see them sitting around goofing her off with each other and all, all the original faces. <coughs> and my last little quicket. And this, and then and you might like this too, but I don't know if you play this anymore, but uh, some geeks out there should appreciate this. A modder who goes by Alex PO 21 released a Mandalorian mod for Fallen Order. Nice. So this mod replaces Cal with Din Djarin from the Mandalorian. And it looked pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was meant to be in the game. So you can find it on Nexus mods for the PC version if that is something you would like to add to your game. Neat. Got the helmet, like all of it down complete. It was really cool. It's really good. So there you go. Those are I my quick it. You got a quick it? Let's hear it. I got a quick it. So I don't know if you saw this. Clearly you didn't. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how well it surfaced or whatever, mm-hmm. like throughout. But uh, if you play Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. still Monster Hunter World coming next week or the week after very soon. There will be a story mission added to the game featuring Artemis, who is the lead character played by Mila Jovovich from the movie. Oh, I did not see that. All right. All so right. So if you liked your game too much and thought you needed to knock it down a peg for <laughs> So from, from what <laughs> I saw, it's going to be a lot like uh, The Witcher story thing that they did oh yeah 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 yeah. she comes in there they do the the it's it's her face it's her voice i don't know like did we talk about that i know you showed me that trailer like a week or two ago it doesn't it gave me a little extra hope i'm trying because it seemed like at least all the stuff we saw in the trailer was only in the monster hunter world yeah so if nothing else they've been smart in their trailers to not add i guess the being 
in the regular world and falling through into the monster hunter world or whatever. Clearly so. will be in the real world, at least at the beginning. Yeah. But what happens from that point on, I don't know. I'm I'm holding out hope that it will be good. Mm-hmm. Because I see so many elements that make me excited. Right. To see the monsters. They look good. Portrayed, yeah, like they should. Yeah. They, they look exactly like I know them. They mm-hmm. sound exactly like I know them. I don't see how this could fail, but I just have this gut feeling that it will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, apprehensive, but, you know, I'm sure we'll give it a shot. It's looking better than we originally thought, or at least the way that I originally thought. No, yeah, sure. Like, it's definitely, you know, so if you're a huge fan, I hope it hits the nail on the head for you. Just seeing that there is actual love and care put into the idea of replicating what we all know. Hell, yeah. the weapons, for Christ's sake. Yeah. It's just like, that's the thing from the game. That's it, yeah. And it's not, it's not done in such a way that it feels fan service like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, this is, this is exactly from the game. This isn't some weird one-off thing. That's a thing from the game. Yeah. There's the guy. He's with there the thing. There it is. So, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. I hope or so. if nothing else, the casuals, I think, will find it really good. And the hardcore ones, they're probably always going to have to nitpick because that's that's their thing. So you, you, while we're on that subject, before I forget, because mm-hmm. you said that that was a mod for Fallen Order. Yes. I'm still debating. Like, it's on sale right now. Ugh. I know my trouble is I just hate giving EA money. I know, and that's that's where <laughs> I'm at. But it's also isn't that Bioware that did that? Yeah, I mean, actually, I've heard a lot of people really liked the game, like people who like Star Wars, who like Star Wars games. I I've heard a lot of people liked it. So I mean, if nothing else, like now Star that it's Wars. been out long enough, I feel like I've heard enough good things about it that you would enjoy it. And I have been on a Star Wars kick. I think it's the combat that I'm not sure if you'll like it or not. That's that's, what, that's what I remember hearing is that it was Dark Souls-ish. It kind of looks that way. I mean, from I somebody who doesn't play Souls-like games at mm-hmm. all, to me, a lot of those fighting games, or especially over the last couple of years, have emulated that style so much. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look as brutal. Hmm. But, I'll have to maybe I'll do some digging after we're done. Yeah. And make make my decision. Because I have wanted to play it, but I've just been so uh, yeah. about a lot of things. EA yeah. being one of them. That's usually my biggest thing now too. It's just yeah. EA. I'm just like, I feel like I'm over it now. Mm. And uh, hey, I got a couple of truth or trash for you though. <gasps> Before we go into our headliner today. So I saw one rumor circulating this week and I picked it out specifically because I thought you might find it fun. Okay. So this rumor that was circulating, the next Spider-Man game will be set in Tokyo. Mm, The face Mm. he's making. That would be a smart idea because we have had 
Spider-Man in New York. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to make a sequel, why do New York again? Fair point. Hmm. But I don't know why Japan. I mean, other than the setting, like story-wise, yeah. I, I'm not connecting those the dots. The setting would probably be gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Swinging through Japan, you know? And I... I can't think of another city where that would actually be would be like New York, you know, with built, mm-hmm. you know, skyscrapers as tall as the eye could see and so on. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll say true. All right. Write that in. And then I have one more. One more. The Wolf Among Us 2. Will announce the release date at the Game Awards. Ooh, they usually do announcements at the Game Awards too, don't the they? Wolf Among Us too. It's had a rough ride. Yeah, keep that in mind, people. The whole Game Awards show, we're probably going to have a lot of news. Mm-hmm. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. We did. T- we did hear about that. I don't even remember who snatched that up. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of the company that bought a lot of, uh, well, IPs and then hired a lot of the um, developers that mm-hmm. used to work for them. You'd think, but you'd think Warner Brothers Games would have taken that back since that's one of their IP, or at least <sighs> I under was wondering what Warner happened Brothers. with a lot of them because they had so many licenses for like big things, mm-hmm. you know, like Back to the Future and Batman and <laughs> you know Walking Dead, geez, yeah. you know, from Telltale. Uh, sure. Why not? True. I hope so, man. That game's been announced and then, you know, we cried because the whole thing failed and then, oh, somebody bought it, wants to redo it. I'm just, the first one was so good. Oh, yeah. Telltale got Ah. greedy. That was their Uh, problem. And then just uh, kept everything under their hat and Mm -hmm. made everyone suffer along with it. Kind of, blah. But... That's all I have for the news and everything this week. So I'm going to kick it over to you with whatever little additions or if we're going into our headliner. Yeah, we're going to hop right into our headliner because this week I thought it would be fun to dive into video game music once again. I know we did so many not that long ago, but this is going to be something different and something that we all know and love. We're going to go headfirst into one of the most, if not the most, iconic video game franchise in history, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. Now, you all know the tune that started it all. I'm going to play it right now. The one we all know, and you, you may all have as a ringtone. I'm singing it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> this iconic tune that you're hearing was composed by Koji Kondo, who created it with the intention to be a short segment that would be endlessly repeated and not cause boredom. I think he succeeded. Because yeah. we all play it. We all hear it when we play it. And we're just like, I'm, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to keep playing. And I don't remember being stressed by it because I'm the type that'll turn off music. Of course, mm-hmm. it's not like we had those options then. But, you know. Right. <laughs> but it's it's always, like, when you hear it, you're just like, move, run, go, 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 go. I mean, it's always a good time in your head when you hear the tune. But with the this nostalgia. tune, <laughs> with this tune being 
THE iconic tune. How could any other tune in the series hold a candle to it? Well, if they can't beat it, I thought it would be fun if we could try to figure out what could be considered the number two tune in our book. And with so many great compositions found within each game, I had to lay out a few ground rules to not only keep the number down, but also find a consistent battleground to stand on. So with that in mind, we are focused on core Mario games. No kart racers, no tennis games. Uh, Games like Yoshi's Island, which actually have Mario in them, are out because it's not his game. Mm, Not the focus. I also removed handheld games, which felt a little... Uh, Dude, sh- if we did every Mario I, game, we'd be here for years. Trust, probably. Trust me, I had it to at least eight or nine at one point. I was like, I've got to continue to whittle this down. So yeah, I removed, you did well then. I removed yeah. handheld games and their sequels like Super Mario Land and New Super Mario Brothers. Um, even though I they were in there initially and I was like, no, I'll take them out. Because they do have some good music. Mm-hmm. But again, they're not. I don't feel that they qualify as mainline games, but more like spinoff titles in a, in a way. Uh, yeah, I I could agree with that. I know I know it's arguable, but mm-hmm. again, had to keep the number down. So right. Uh, and while this no doubt <laughs> will cause a stir, I did not. I did not include. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2 in the list simply because the music within that game, depending on which version we are even talking about here, Japanese or American, it's recycled. The Japanese music is the same music from the first game. The music in the American version was from the game it was copied over. It's not an original composition from a Mario game. It came from a game called Doki Doki Panic, which yes. is reskinned for us. So it's Which not. Why the game is so weird. Yeah. I actually, by my stir the pot a little bit more, I almost go so far as to say I pretend two didn't even happen. Hmm, fair enough. It was so different and off the wall and not like a Mario game at all that I remember the first time I played it, I was, I was in confusion. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't. What is this? Oh yeah. This is not. Okay. Well, because sure. because in your head, I remember the first time I played it because I didn't even know it was coming out. Keep that in mind as a child. Okay. Right. Oh as, yeah. As a child. Like had, I said, I knew things were out when I went to the store and saw it. Yeah. <laughs> what happened is I was, you know, my mom had gone to the video store. Those things. You remember those things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She apparently, she was like good friends with the owner. He got in this new game, Super Mario Brothers Two. I there were no video game magazines at the time, or at least they were not. Um, they they weren't prevalent yeah, at like, the time. Or, I feel like Nintendo had like their power up. Maybe they had Nintendo 90s, Power so I guess came it depends out. Depends on where we're going. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo Power was coming out around this time or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I had no. I had there was no understanding, no ads, no anything for Super Mario right. Brothers Two. It was unknown to me yeah and then suddenly my mom comes home and says i got you something and it was she rented super mario brothers 2 and i was looking at it like what is what? it 
So I was <laughs> like, another one? rushing yeah. to the game console, popping it in. And then I was like, all right. And I'm just like blown away because like, it's a sequel to the thing that I love so much. And uh-huh. then I go to jump on a character and he's like, what happened? <laughs> he didn't do anything. And then I just keep riding him, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I just kept pressing buttons. And again, I had a manual. I just yeah. didn't use it. We don't read them. Yeah. Yeah, no. Eventually, I figured it out, but it was just like, your instincts were like, jump, yeah. smash, jump, smash. Right. And it didn't work that way. No. But yeah, Super Mario Bros. 2 is out because it's recycled music, period. So don't. Well, you're not going to fight me. You don't care. Adam. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> also, <laughs> no Jump Up Superstar from Odyssey because it's not a traditional composition, but a full-fledged song, even though it is kind of catchy. But it's not a suit. I'm going to play some just right now. And go. Jump up in the air. Jump up, don't be scared. Jump up and your cares will soar away. Did you like that? Great. Uh... Now, what we're aiming for here is kind of uh, an introduction to the game. Not necessarily the title music that you hear, but I would argue like the first tune you're greeted with when you really start to play the game. That first level Mm -hmm. that gives you a solid idea about what lies ahead. A fun, light, breezy treat of a level and or world that you happen to be playing in that tune is off in the background. You're like, I'm getting this started. I'm going. So it sets the tone for everything going forward. So again, okay. I've narrowed it down to six tracks, mm-hmm. and we are going to rank them uh, based on Poorly. our initial reactions as best we can. This, this is hard. just our opinion. It doesn't matter, but... Uh, this was super hard. Yeah, it was very like, hard. Like, it was hard for me to separate memories mm-hmm. from, like, what we're doing here. Right. <laughs> hard so now maybe this is how you felt during the Mega Man one where oh, you yeah. have more attachments to the music and you're like oh but to have an unbiased opinion is very hard yeah because every one of these I will say this there's not a bad tune among them right it's just which one I guess an Armand does a great job at capturing the essence of Mario the essence of the game just mm-hmm. it works in some way so again our opinions aren't right. You, you're going to have your opinions. I'd love to hear them. Right. Maybe we can piss one of y'all off one of these days. Start a Twitter fight with (laughs) us. I don't know. (laughs) But for now, these are our opinions. So for me, uh, the number six choice. Yes. uh, I have two. I know I cheated. I have two categories. Okay. I know I couldn't, I couldn't help it, but I just wanted to tell people I get it off my chest early. I have for the song, like how I felt mm-hmm. and how it was, and then where how I felt it actually fit the situation. Okay, okay. That's I had fair. to do two because like I felt like they all needed different love in a different way, and I didn't do. want to hurt any of their feelings. Mm. <laughs> so, for my number six, okay, I chose the Overworld for Super Mario Brothers Part Three. Okay. Now, uh, I feel that the sound that you'll hear kind of has this um islandy caribbean feel yes. you know what i'm saying very much very much uh i'm not quite sure how it translates into the world that they present to us in the game because maybe in certain levels it might 
but overall. But this is the overworld music, right? Like yeah. the, when you're on the screen getting ready to choose. So yeah. I, for me, it just it seems a little out of place, and it doesn't have really a pop. That okay. I mean, it's it's catchy, it's catchy, but not like instantaneously. And for, I know for us, it's instantaneously Mario. But oh. I don't think that you could play that for someone and be like Mario for average Joe on the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So no, that's well, maybe it depends on the age, but yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But again, I don't feel like it really fits the aesthetic, even though it's a great tune. <laughs> Keep that in yeah. mind. I don't hate any of these. <laughs> Sure. Now, okay, so for the fit, for the aesthetic, and you said your Super Mario World uh, 3 overworld music was number uh, three for me. Okay. Actually, for the fit. For the fit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, very tropical. And I guess it was just like I, like the memory that I have of the overworld, like there was like these little trees and stuff like that, you know, so... I can see they were trying to do a tropical feel, I guess, there. Like, yeah. it is a very tropical feel to the song. Mm. Like, it's really, as soon as I heard it again, I was like, you know, I don't know if I really noticed it this much as a kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, 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 right away, I knew exactly what it was without even having to, like, read the description of the music you said. Right. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing a couple times. Oh, the memories. But, yeah, so number three for me on the fit for the aesthetic and everything. Okay. Where is it on your <laughs> emotional chart? Two. Two. Okay. Two. Yeah. <laughs> I played the crap out of three. I was really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have a story about that one? I was going to say, I don't know that I have a story. I was one of those losers. I always played by myself. I didn't have like a bunch of friends that would come play games with me. I think the first time I played the game was... I was spending the night with a friend. And we had gone to the video store and just looked upon it. Like, I I wasn't actively looking for it. You see the little tail and you're like, oh. Yeah. I just turned the corner and there it was. I was like, oh my God. And now I was aware of the game at the time. Keep that in mind. This Nintendo Power was a thing at this point. Mm-hmm. I was a subscription or subscription holder. That's, that's yes. how you say that. And it was just reading the new powers and seeing all these pictures going, I cannot wait to get my hands on this thing because you just didn't know, but you saw all the potential for something new. And it's just like, I want to play this. You're sold. Yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the wizard yet. You know, the movie that pretty much was a 90 minute (laughs) advertisement (laughs) for Nintendo. (laughs) Oh, the good old days. Yeah. So with that said, my number five goes to the, overworld of super mario world now it also i didn't realize this there are a lot of these tunes that have a very (laughs) caribbean sound to them yeah they do now this one kind of does continue that sound in a way uh which i still don't feel like translates into a dinosaur world but i also feel like it does fit a little bit better than the last game or part three yeah and and to even this this should kind of give it some extra points and i think this is what kind of bumped it to number five at least uh when you hop on a yoshi and the drums start in uh-huh. which i always thought was a nice little addition is like every time you get on a yoshi drums start kicking in it accents uh-huh. the tune a little bit more and it's just a little bit catchier so you're just like i'm probably not doing it right but just just the yoshi drums does kind of 
give it a little extra flavor, which I kind of like. It's definitely a little toe tapper. Hmm. Definitely a little toe tapper. I don't know what more I could say about it than you haven't already said, other than Super Mario World fell at number three. Just straight in the middle for the fit and everything. Okay. As long as I'm writing this down right. Did you? Well, you There's said a lot that say Mario one. World, Mario 3, Mario Galaxy, so I'm trying to make sure I remembered which one you said last. <laughs> I said I said Mario Brothers 3 last word. This is Super Mario World. Okay. So, yes. Number three so on which the one? for the fit. So Mario 3 Overworld was two. Was this emotional Super Mario or fit? World. <laughs> I'm so no, this confused. Is for the fit. For the fit. Okay. I know. This is so- <laughs> for the fit. For oh. just the overall how I felt it fit okay. the moments in the video game. It landed at number three for me. Okay. Now, emotional, honestly, it actually took a number six. It okay. was the lowest on my list out of the ones that was provided for me for this. Just didn't have any kind of no connection? No, nah, not really. No, nah, not really. Hmm. I probably played it like a very little with some friends and stuff, but like my real ties is like one, two, three. Most of this like the NES yeah. versions of Mario. Mm-hmm. And then once they started getting 3D and all that kind of stuff, I was probably already migrated to PC at that point. So mm-hmm. I haven't really played a whole lot more out of that. Do you remember when they used to let us play video games in the stores? Yes. That's when I that's when I got to first play that. They had it set up at a Walmart <laughs> and I was just like <gasps> I got to go over there and play it. And then yeah. then you'd have that one kid just show up and you're like, oh, fuck. Just hovering. Just just take the controller. Get away from me. But see, that's always okay, just a little beef. But when I was the one hovering, nobody gave two craps that I was standing back there, is all I'ma say. Yeah. Like, is it my turn yet? For the love of God, pretend like I'm not here. Well, I that, know you feel my presence. That just means <laughs> we're better people than they were. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, well, damn it, you know. I know. One day. Trust me, I remember those kids too. It's like those yep. assholes at the arcade when you'd be sitting there and you'd be like, all right, it's Mortal Kombat time. And then suddenly someone would show up right behind you. As soon as you put your quarter in, be like, fight me. I'm like, I don't want to fight you, asshole. I don't want to play people. I want to play AI. Go away. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they would always find a way to beat you and then just be like, oh, it's my machine now. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. well, you just ruined yeah. my day. Gamers were always rude, weren't they? Pickerheads. They still are. We know this. (laughs) Anyway, we got off on a tangent. Um, My number four. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're good for. I know. My my number four, that's a t-shirt. I'm going to put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. My number four is Bob-omb Battlefield from Super Mario 64. It's definitely, definitely a catchy tune. Um, which I feel should be a Mario trademark, catchy tunes. Yes. Uh, but I also feel it kind of has a dated sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which no Mario tune I really feel like should be weighed down by, it, which is really saying something considering the 8-bit tune doesn't. You know, in some weird way, it's just, it's, it's like it surpassed being dated in any way despite being an 8-bit chip tune yeah it's just gone beyond that but this has a very dated sound like you can yeah. tell the era in which it was trying to survive and funny enough it almost seemed like some of the tunes within it 
like some of the, the sounds they were using to kind of keep the beat up were actual sound effects of some of the characters in the game, which is just weird. Oh, maybe. You know, it's I not know, like it, they connection. were accenting it in some way, but it was just mm-hmm. like, so you utilize some of the similar technology you did. I understand they probably did with the music and other things too, but it's a little bit more prevalent here hearing it. He's like, that's that's the sound that one of those other things make. And, huh. <laughs> you just didn't realize it until now. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it hit number five for me okay. for the fit and everything. Yeah. We're doing that um, thing again. We're just like, hey. anyway. Yeah, it was like as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, 8-bit life right here. Let's come back. And I probably did actually play that one because I did have a 64, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh didn't have as much feel because like it still only landed number four on like my emotional too sure it's like, <laughs> but yeah like five for the bit and everything mm-hmm. it was it was a fun game i mean that was yeah. actually one of the first games i mean this the n64 is probably the first console i bought on my own like i had a job Mm-hmm. And I remember paying 80 You keep that in mind, people, okay? Keep that in mind. $80 for that damn game. Which, but, like, to be fair, that would probably be, like, two or $300 now. But it was, I mean. $10,000. <laughs> it was a, I understand, it's not, it wasn't a disc game. It was a cartridge. But, but $80. When I saw yeah. that price tag, I was like, God. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm buying this. And then I did. And then now we're looking at 500 bucks. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. I paid $80 for a game one time. Brand spanking new at the store. Well, not a scalper. So right. you're right. going to complain about $69.99? <laughs> How would scalpers have thrived then? You know, oh, my God. The yeah. internet is rampant, you know. Right. It was just them ruining your concerts outside the hall at that point. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, buddy, you want to you take it for this thing here? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, what were we? Oh, yeah. Uh, number three. Yes. We were doing stuff. We were doing stuff. Number three. Uh, that, hmm. This is where it got a little difficult for me, was trying to find this perfect, because I love these music. I love these songs. I love, I love these music. That's what I say. I love these music. <laughs> I love this, this music. Uh, Good Egg music. Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. It starts off very epic. Let's get you into the game. And then uh, it just doesn't exude the idea of a galactic adventure. It sounds like a very big adventure. But when you say (laughs) galaxy, it just doesn't come off as a space adventure. Okay. And this is really hard for me to put it at number three because I love this dude so much. (laughs) I love it so much. I might hurt your feelings, but for all the reasons you just mentioned, made me put it dead last. Okay. Super Mario Galaxy was six for the fit for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a very heroic, very montage mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like I'd be watching Mario strap on the shoes, tight mm-hmm. wrist straps or headbands or whatever. Right. Um, or like a big stage dance number. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the feel I got. Very Hollywood. But uh, as far as like for the fit of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of them all, the last. That's great. And kind of, it was dead last on my emotional one, too. So it just... 
Would you like to hear an interesting tale? I'm going off on a nerd tangent, but this is actually related to Super Mario Galaxy. Would you like to hear okay. a very fun fact thing that I learned about this game? I always like hearing fun. So the develop the not the developer, the producer, director of this game had every intention to make this a very story-driven, big Mario game. Okay? And that was he wanted there to be more to the lore of Mario. He he wanted you to understand these characters a little bit more, really getting deep and in depth with these characters. And what broke my heart is finding out that Shigeru Miyamoto did not want that. He wanted it to just remain simple and you just play the game and that's it. And in fact, when Super Mario Galaxy 2 came about, it's technically meant to be a um, remake of sorts that just strips away all story elements and just keeps it bare bones. Like most Mario games. And I was like, why? I want to know more about these characters, you know? I want... You, you introduce all these characters. Give me some lore. Give me some development. I, that's what I love. And that's one of the reasons I love Galaxy so much. Yeah. Because they were like, holy crap, we're actually getting to know these characters. And then... Two was fun, but it was just like, yeah, it did. It did seem bare bones, and like it didn't really. It did feel like a remake. I didn't think about it at the time, but I was like, did they? Are they? Hmm. Have I? Have we done this? Yeah. Before? I was like, did, <laughs> I felt like we kind of did this, but we're doing it differently. But it's kind of the same, but it's not. So maybe it's a sequel, and I just missed it. I don't know. Okay. It's weird. But yeah, it's. I want. It, it disappointed me about Miyamoto. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Uh, number two. My number two? Well, my number two. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could... We already found out... I might have forgot two. what we were talking about. Yeah. We're going back to the music. All right. So my number two... <laughs> I can stop choking. It's the dry air. <laughs> dry We need to humidify like a stat. Uh, my number two would be Fossil Falls for Super Mario okay. Odyssey. It does an amazing job of saying Odyssey, like the beginning of a long journey. The adventure. Yeah, there there the is heroism. this adventurous tune, but it doesn't quite hook in the... Nothing about it said Mario, but it did say Odyssey. It sure. It said Odyssey. Fossil Falls, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, for the fit, that was actually my number one. Wow. And I've not played Odyssey, okay? So I thought maybe this was more fair. Okay. Like, so when I looked up the, the thing, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just like, you felt like adventuring. Yeah. That's exactly what you wanted to do. It really felt like a flight level. If it's not, then big time boo and hiss because, like, dude, that would have nailed a flight level like nobody's song ever in existence. But... Even when it kind of slowed down, it gave you that feel of flying through buildings. Like, mm-hmm. maybe this is when you decided to look and appreciate the little people on the ground. And then, whoa, back up again. But, yeah, for the for the fit and the, and the feel and everything, quite enjoyed the tune. Okay. Wonderful. Quite enjoyed it. Um, on my emotional, it was three, just because I felt like I needed to put it somewhere. Because yeah. I had no actual emotional <laughs> attachment to it. But I knew for a fact I didn't like the three below it. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. It was your it was your line in the sand. It was like here's right. where that, that my my own weird rules that I'm making up as I, as I do this thing. I mean, I, I really struggled to figure out where that that one was a top contender for my number one. But I 
I did give my number one to Delfino Plaza in Super Mario Sunshine. Now, the only reason I did, because this was a tough one, to me, that tune perfectly encapsulates the world in which it presents. Even adds a little bit to the tune when you pop in the, the Yoshi drums, because when you know Yoshi comes back, got to do those drums, and they're just they're just going away at it. Just dun, 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 bah, yeah. I mean, they're just they're with it. But we have this lush island, these beautiful blue ocean island feel, the Caribbean thing that we've mentioned. This it's it's all there. It's everything that we've been trying to build up to, and we finally made it. And now you've got the music to go along with it, and it's catchy, and it's fun, and it's energetic, and you just feel like, da, 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 we're going on an adventure. I loved the tune. Loved the tune. And actually, for the song itself, mm-hmm. like just how I felt, it was my number one. But for where I felt it fit, it was number four. Okay. Because, oh my God, the Italian, right? Yeah. Though, so like it's sunshine, skipping, breeze, eats pizza, all those vibes. So when I looked at the screenshot and saw this luscious green tropical, I was like, whoa. I was, it didn't seem to like, oh, it's such an Italian song. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're, you'd just be staring at Paris. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that little like horn break in the middle yeah. could be like a little wah, wah, you know so for that reason alone it didn't go higher because it was like i felt like the one time they don't do tropical and here the frick is tropical and i'm getting italian by the beach i don't know i don't know but the song itself yeah top notch baby i love it top notch mm-hmm. yeah well there you go people you okay. got our you got our top Mario tunes. Do you agree or disagree with what we think our number one Mario tunes are? Do you want to yell at Steven for not adding your favorite? Hey. Like, how could he not hey. out of the core, core games? Fight me. I can't help it. I had to keep it short. For, and, and between us both, I mean, I actually kind of like that my number two was your number one. So then we're kind of vying right there Getting back, for our number one. Back to, yeah. So it's right there. Do you agree with our choices? Do you think either one of those should be the second best Mario tune, or do you have a different? Or do you really just hate how we judge it, and, yeah. and you want to yell at us on our rules? You can tell us whatever you want. We're not doing it right. I don't know. I'd love to get into a Twitter war with somebody about this. Just, yeah. One day. Come at me, bruh. Come at him. At him. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that's our show. Mm-hmm. I believe we uh, wrapped it up rather nicely. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter, like we were just saying, at Super Mega Crash. Let us know. You can also send that in an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can also go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts all of his time and love into. You should go give that a little heart. Uh, support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. And you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions and be as cool as bunny. Tell your friends. You can find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music. We're like everywhere, guys. Everywhere. You can even go to YouTube.com forward slash Pencil and Paper Productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey Finley. And I am Stephen White. 
And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then... Game on! Do the Mario! Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go! Do the Mario! Take one step, and then again, let's do the Mario! All together now! You got it! It's the Mario! the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.